It's time to watch The Muppets with special guest Shirley Bassey. Hey, Megan. Hey, Dougie. Meg, it's time to watch The Muppets. Is it? It is. No, it oh, is. No, 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 it no, is. It is. I'm oh, telling oh, you. And we watched The Did Muppets. Did I watch it? The Shirley Bassey oh, episode? No, I definitely watched Shirley the Shirley Bassey? Bassey episode. Airing. Okay. We watched the Shirley. I'm all thrown off. Wait. I for one second, you're such a good actor. Oh I believed God. you. I was like, wait, did you not watch the episode? <gasps> I was playing The Last of Us Part 2. I couldn't stop. You <laughs> Take a drink. Megan's talking about The Last of Us. Your TV? What's that noise? Should I close the window? Is it the window? Do you hear it like... Oh, it's your laptop. It's the, the laptop is like making a... Hmm, Earwax. Why is this on on sound? My wife tells me I need to get my ears cleaned all the time, and maybe she's right. We watched the Shirley Bassey episode airing in the UK on March 15th, 1981, and in the US on October 4th, 1980. That's wild. That is a huge jump of time. What? Yeah, very strange. And do you think she's a bigger star in the UK? Shirley Bassey? Shirley Bassey. Maybe. She's Welsh. Yeah. Maybe? She's fucking Welsh. We're Welsh, Meg. That's what my mom tells me. We're Welsh. We're Irish, but we're Welsh. Cold open. Shirley is greeted in reception by Pops, who is grooming a rodent. All right. You're doing the show tonight. Mm-hmm. Great. You can brush my rat. What? I have to brush your rat? Everybody pitches in around here. Oh, good. Then you can call my crocodile. (laughs) Crocodile Adam. Gator boots with the pimped out Gucci suit. You know that song? No. Ain't got no job, but I stay fly. You don't know stay fly. I don't know. Is that fly? uh, 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 Okay. No, I don't know it then. I'm so sorry. You know, alligator tears. Yeah, you know, Tigger and Sarah. over you. <laughs> over you. I really enjoyed this um, gag when Gonzo blows his trumpet and, and it crows like a rooster. And then he goes, Camilla, your uncle called. Oh, my God. I love that. So stupid. So dumb. Is he a pimp, though? Gonzo? I mean, in, in one universe he is, right? In a bizarro universe, maybe he is. I don't know. I feel like Gonzo. No, I'm going to say no. I'm going hard and fast no. I don't know why. Do you know the show Pimp My Ride but was it, fake? It was. Megan, what do you mean it was fake? I heard a rumor that Pimp My Ride. This is a wonderful pivot. Literally, like, messed cars up. Really? And, like, a lot of the people couldn't even keep the cars because it's like it would, like, drain the battery. Like, the cars. Because they have four televisions in the car. Yeah, like, the car was, like, not functioning. (laughs) Yeah. Because they souped up, like, literal trash cars. Yeah. And I also heard that Cribs was fake, too. Well, I Cribs. Cribs, first of all, I just called it. Cribs, that's not a huge surprise. I mean, you would watch that well, show. Well, I get and it. Like, like, I would oh, be. Here's my Avion water refrigerator. And exactly. they open it. The all fridge, it is, is everything like, you know, looks exactly the same. Because yeah. you know, people, even if your fridge is organized, don't look like that. And this is the tail end of them really being able to sell us whatever they want and whatever they can on MTV before they totally lose all that power. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like the absolute height of MTV 
sales pitching. Like, yes, yeah. it was it was the the Selling. height of that. The it was on its it was our TikTok, dive, you know. And yeah, they were going to try to sell us whatever they can, however yeah. they can, and make that money because it wasn't whenever, enough. Just... Wherever MTV's be together. Sorry. That's probably Shakira probably did that. Yeah. Did that exact kind of commercial. <laughs> TRL. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm reading this book for our book club, Gunning for Hits, right now. Oh my God, I'm reading that book too. And like when they're explaining the music industry in the 80s and stuff and how like their way they're throwing money around and everything, it's absurd. It's not just the music industry in the 80s. Oh, it's a lot of industries. Yeah, it's the cocaine you industry. You could expense things. Uh-huh. Like... I yeah. hear stories about my industry even, which mm-hmm. is like beauty. And like you could buy, if you had to go to a conference or something, you could go and buy a designer outfit and expense it. Yeah. Excuse me? That's insane. Somebody insane. will pay for my $300 Brooks Brother blazer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brooks Brother blazer. <laughs> Just kidding. So now Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem, including Lips, perform Barnyard Boogie outside a farmhouse. I want with a boyfriend Gaffer. named Lips. You are- <laughs> <laughs> I want a girl with a short skirt. Name is Lips. <laughs> oh, God. Perform Barnyard Boogie outside a farmhouse with Gaffer, Rizzo, a sheep, a pig, a cow, a rooster, chickens, and an unnamed dog. This is fucking amazing. At the end, Statler and Waldorf add their own lyrics. Boo, boo, say the men in the theater box. Don't boogie in the barnyard. Do you know my favorite part of this? Can you guess it? What's that? There's a cat with an eye patch. Is there? Yes. How did I miss that? I don't know how, but there is a cat with an eye patch. It is fucking awesome. This song was written by Louis Jordan and Wilhelmina Gray in 1948. Okay. I bet you Benjamin, my stepson, knows that Has the record. (laughs) Even though that's a little late for him. So this was so cool to, like, right out the gate see... The Electric Mayhem. Dr. Teeth has been MIA now for weeks, it feels like. When well, was the last time we saw him? It's the 80s now. Oh, yeah. He's all coked up. He's hopping out the Beatles. But it's so cool to see them return, especially this week, because the, um, what do you call it? The Muppets Mayhem finally launched on Disney+. Plus. Did it so really it's like, launch already? Yeah. So it's like they're here on our... Uh, you know, on our episodes. Yeah. And they're back in the zeitgeist. And they're back in town. Yeah. I'm, like, also really excited that this is our first appearance of Lips. Oh, my God. Lips was amazing. He's so cool. Captivating. Yeah. He's great as it hit his instrument. Who plays he plays the Lips? trumpet. Lips is a Steve Whitmire character. I love his eyes are, like, just closed. Like, just, I love it. Like, closed, He's so flat eyes. about his instrument. He has a little goatee. He's, He's a very cool looking dude. And he, he plays the trumpet, which I hope to one be one day be able to do. I try. It's very hard. Backstage Scooter informs Kermit that they don't have any gold paint for Shirley Bassey's closing number. Meanwhile, a pair of dancing sacks garner a flood of booze from the audience. So Kermit they were tells Fozzie to sack the sacks. That was I couldn't stop. fucking so weird. I was like dancing sacks. Yes, I was like, and they're like bags. First, I thought what? they said sacks. Then I thought sacks. I'm like, there's gonna be dancing ball sacks, uh-huh. and then they basically were. 
They were like a married couple. They were like, ah, they were like gri- griping at each at other. At the dance sacks. It was, <laughs> that was a very weird thing. Like, I don't know what the, other than the punchline of sack the sacks, it Some, made no sense. Somebody was like, jo- they were doing drugs at this time. They were. Yeah. That's not a strong enough pun to justify making Muppets But sacks. they actually were. I mean, it was in all the drawers. And sacks Jim and only drugs. participated sometimes with the LSD or whatever he decided. Or whatever. Or whatever. I don't remember what he did and didn't do. Definitely Shh. was knee deep in the puss. <laughs> Not as well. When it came to sacks and drugs. Yeah, it was Jim the sacks. <laughs> it was the sacks for Jim. Shirley sings Fire Down Below in a gold foundry inhabited by Timmy Monster and a workforce of whatnots. I w- I, this was fucking awesome. Statler thanks Waldorf for saying that it was a great number. He didn't write Fire Down Below, but the guy who did, who, but the guy who did had just had a bowl of his chili. This is where you can really see the brackish water of the 80s and the 70s in this uh-huh. entire picture right here. It's very 80s, like, the lighting and, like, the set yeah. in a way. And then her jumpsuit is, it's, like, 70s borderline. 70s. Yeah. yeah. But it's, like, her haircut is 80s. Uh-huh. So it's it's a, definitely a mix. This song is from the movie Fire Down Below. I don't know that by movie. By Ned Washington from 1957. Speaking of whatnots, Megan, I gifted you a pin when I came in of my whatnot that I use in my comic book store. Bursey. His name is Bruce. I can't do his voice. Oh, oh, he talks oh, like oh, this. Oh, oh, that's how you enter the voice. You just gotta. Oh, oh, uh, oh, oh. He's a little nervous. He's yeah, so cute, though. I was this so, is a great I picture of him. I cannot believe how good they came out. I was so excited. You drew it. You did a really good job drawing and he him. He has a little word balloon that just says the geekery. You did a great job. Thank you. I was very, very excited when they came in, and they just, they look great. They look so good. Sticker Mule? Sticker Mule. Give them a shout out. They are pretty good. So now, while out buying gold paint, Scooter bumped into a security guard named Bruno. He's a big fan of Shirley Basie. Is Bruno an Italian name? I don't even know. Bruno, no, Bruno is a, is a German? Who, what's Bruno? I'm going to look You up. look up what, okay, you're saying Bruno's a German name, no, Megan, because of Sasha Baron yeah, Cohen's I character, am. Bruno. Yes, of course. <laughs> That's exactly why I'm saying that. I'm Bruno. He's a big fan of Shirley Bates. German origin. Bruno. <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen's actually really smart. <laughs> Like, he's a genius. (sighs) While out buying gold paint, Scooter bumped into a security guard named Bruno. He's a big (laughs) fan of Shirley Basie's, so he's going to let the Muppet Show borrow $50 million worth of gold bars. This guy's Italian, right? This Muppet is Italian. Yeah. Yeah, He's from Jersey Jersey City. Yes. Yeah. I'm stealing. (laughs) While Bruno scrutinizes Kermit, Beaker sneaks in from behind the screen and takes off a gold bar. Anyway, if one of these gold bars is... Mi- okay, up against the desk there. Spread them out, spread them out. Okay, what'd you do with it? What'd you do with it? It couldn't have been him. He was right here. Well, yeah, you know how fast these frogs are? You ever seen one catch a fly? So in Muppet Labs, Dr. Bunsen Honeydew reveals an alchemy machine that can turn gold into cottage cheese. Doug. Yes, this is disgusting. 
You don't like cottage cheese? No, God, no. What? When's the last time you saw Muppet Labs? I know. And this was such a great one. I was clapping. Yeah. I was literally The clapping. second I heard like, you know that noise that their clock makes or whatever? Yeah, I was very excited. I was so happy about this. It look, This looks like a plate of food thing. Beaker loads up a machine with a newly acquired gold bar just as Bruno tracks him down. Once the convert, once the conversion is complete. Once the convert. What do you convert to? Once the conversion is complete, Bruno sinks his hand into the bar of cottage cheese and chases after Beaker. So, okay, there's like a lot of cottage cheese talk in the next segment also. It reminds me of, have I told you my hilarious cottage? It's not hilarious and it's not really a story. But uh, at Christmas a couple years ago, my sister-in-law always tries to like seemingly like keep her boyfriend at bay you know like he, she'll go send him on a task so that he's not oh, I, I know exactly the sister in not spending about. too much <laughs> not spending too much family time to make people you know whatever yeah so she she says hey i need you to do me a favor and he goes what's that she goes i need you to go to the grocery store and get ricotta cheese because i need to make some ziti's for tomorrow and he goes okay no problem and he disappears he's gone for 45 minutes and like the grocery store is two minutes away you know then after about 40 minutes he calls on facetime and he's like i can't find the cottage the ricotta cheese anywhere i can't find the ricotta i don't know where they keep it so then she's like okay you go like she literally like walked him breaks down the grocery store aisle for aisle and she's like it's right over here whatever so then he goes okay i got it she was good so now he comes back, and this is another, like, 20 minutes after this conversation that he finally comes back to the house. He comes into the house, and he hands her the bag. And he goes, here you go. I got it. And she goes, what the fuck is wrong with you? And he goes, what? And she goes, this is cottage cheese. And he goes, that's what you asked me for, for cottage cheese. <laughs> I, I can't. Cottage I am so happy you told me this. <laughs> Thank you for that gift because that is fucking truly brilliant. That just reminds me of my friend who thought that being a hermit was short for being a hermit crab. No. (laughs) Meaning what? Like you just you hide in your in in your your shell. shell, Like he's a hermit crab. A hermit? Yeah, hermit crab. No. Nope. Just a hermit. Just a hermit. I love that. It's so good. <laughs> so Scooter brings ricotta cheese. Ricotta. I I can't. I the, think like, this. I I actually need a shirt. I think I'm gonna make golf. myself a bedtime shirt that says ricotta cheese <laughs> on my cricket. But like, okay. In his defense, like both of them come in that like little container they look exactly the they same come in eight ounces 16 ounces whatever no they, they look do the same. and sour cream too like and they're all the, they're all the same exact container Riss sour cream yeah <laughs> so scooter brings shirley a bowl of cottage cheese in her dressing room as she enjoys a light snack in between numbers when she pulls out a spoon, however, she finds that it's not light after all. It's solid gold. Oh, I love this. I'd take it. Solid gold cottage cheese. Make that into a chain. <laughs> <laughs> Make that into a chain. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Megan, I wanted to mention to you also that we've gotten a a text message from a listener and friend of the show. Ooh. 
Pat. He messaged me earlier today and said... Thanks for messaging us, Pat. He said, if you want to start presenting yourself better in public, I found the makeup you want to get. And it's a end cap, I think, from like a pharmacy of... Sesame Are you Street. sure that's an end cap? It's a PDQ. It's, it's it's a PDQ that's probably assembled on an end cap. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the industry. Yeah. So and it's all wet and wild Sesame Street branded makeup and it's like It's a lot of blues. Can I say I'd probably wear the Super Grover. I like the Super Grover. Is this a chapstick? Or is this It a, looks like one of those It looks like a lip balm. They it's used kind to have big. those in the nineties. It like looks blue and then when you put it on it's a lip tint that turns like pink or red. Yeah. I don't know what it actually is, but I, I can smell it. Some lip glosses. I some... know what the smell would be. I don't know what this one is called. This is just called B is for banana, and it looks like some sort of a like a powder or something. I want to look at all this stuff and see if... Okay, Wet and Wild. You guys, where's your marketing team at? But now, can I also say, like, what is going on with the Sesame Street brand lately? That they're everywhere. They're licensing galore. They're licensed out the waz, for real. Like, I saw this one brand, I think Dumb Good... Is selling like Sesame Street, like Megan. Why are bucket hats a thing again? I saw. But it, they have Sesame Street bucket hats. I on this I started watching the show Beef because David Chow was in it, uh-huh. and I and I also like Ali Wong came to my. I love Ali Wong. She came to where I work now. Really for a tour. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to start watching it. It's good. Or you're. You know, I'm still like fangirling that, that yeah. she came to my job. Ali Wong's very cool. I used to watch this bad show that she was on because we have a PR team that actually like gets people. Yeah, like, on and it's like it's like moves. fucking crazy. That's anyway. Cool. Um. Oh no, it's great. Yeah, I'm. I'm like at least. I like Stephen Young also. I'm. I'm at least halfway done with the show. It's yeah. excellent. I gotta check it out. It's excellent. And Ali Wong is great, but she wears a bucket hat. And I'm like, you're, no. you're cute in the bucket hat, but you'd be way cuter without it. Uh-huh. Like, get well, rid I, of the I honestly, hat. I couldn't believe that that, of all the things, like cargo shorts and bucket hats. What are we doing? I mean, I do have cargo pants on right now. Uh-huh. But they're not shorts, and I guess I don't have a puka shell necklace. No, you, not so, yet. thank God. Oh, what no. if you are secretly wearing, like, a long puka? No. You were in a puka anklet? Couldn't, couldn't, no, po- poison ivy anklet. Couldn't be made up. <laughs> poison ivy anklet. You're just scabby from poison ivy. Honestly, you wouldn't catch me dead in uh, cargo shorts and a puka shell necklace. That is just like the epitome of every lesbian I'm afraid of. I can't. But Maybe. I, I just think, I don't think that's in the cards for me. No. no. I, I just don't. Maybe a shark. A tooth. shark tooth. On the, are we on the hemp cord? Well, I, I went to the museum. I got uh-huh. a shark tooth necklace. Or I Out went on vacation. Out of banks. Out of banks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just like that I got a text message in regard to Muppet shit. I love it. I actually got a text message today. So I had to go to a conference um, in the city. You mm-hmm. know, they have them at the Jacob Javs. And these women I, w- I was with, like, it was so weird because I mean, I'll just walk wherever. Yeah. They're like, we're going to get it. I love to walk. That's like the part of being in the city that's fun. It's yes. like you walk everywhere. And it's easy. Yeah. Or you hop on a subway and uh-huh. you get like whatever. And they're like, no, we're getting in a cab. Mm-hmm. I was in so many fucking cabs. Yeah. Like around Midtown. I'm like, mm-hmm. you don't take a cab in Midtown. You don't there's, need to. There's so much fucking traffic in Midtown. Yeah. We took it. You're a- moving faster on foot. We took a cab two days in a row uh-huh. to fucking um, Times Square. Literally Times Square. I'm like, why? He- I, I, I just kept my mouth shut. Mm-hmm. I was like, whatever. 
But anyway, the point is, is that um, I had like my hood up. It's been raining. And I had it like scrunched up. Uh-huh. And I had my glasses on and I'm yeah. sitting there. And my colleague actually, she was in the back of the taxi and I was in the front. Uh-huh. And she just texted me a picture of Kermit. As Darth Vader. From his, like, um... She's like, you're giving me these vibes from or whatever. From the Muppets Most Wanted movie, yeah, where he has, like, just, the, the hood covering his yeah. eyes and everything. That's so funny. And I just think it's so funny when people who have no idea that I'm, like, a Muppet, like, fanatic... Yeah. Text me pictures of the Muppets because they would literally have no idea because uh-huh. I don't talk about it. And, like, how much that is, like... Yeah. That's so fucking cool. It, it's just too funny. <laughs> I love it. At So, like, when I'm sitting at the store... I've had, like, a couple people who ask me, like, questions about, like, Muppet stuff or, like, oh, are you excited for whatever thing? Because, like, it's become a thing that, like, oh, you're, like, a Muppet guy. Yeah, you're Because I use the Muppet for the store and everything. Oh, yeah. That it's, like, fully, you know, any of that shit must just be right up my alley. Yeah. My brother could care less, you know? (laughs) Your brother, though, could it seemingly (laughs) care less about anything. He's a cat. And I'm sure he does care about things, Mm -hmm. but you'd never know. You'd never know. So two fazoobs from Planet Coosbane yes. perform Isn't This a Lovely Day. I usually hate Coosbane stuff. Me too. This was great. This was great. He looks like a genie, and he's like spewing a beaker. He looks like a genie meets a beaker. It's got kind of like a Dr. Seussian kind of thing to me. I think because of the color and the, the poofiness. And the, of, yeah, I love these colors, like and the red and the scheme that they use. I like this. So this is an old Irving Berlin song from the Fred Astaire movie Top Hat. Wow. This was a really cool bit that just now, if you would have asked me, I would have thought this was the UK spot. I'm really, really surprised to find out that it wasn't the UK spot, the honestly. UK and spot I'm this only week just though, finding this now. Has some like class to it. Yeah. Like, you can really tell those Brits are The UK culture. spot is the next thing. It's, it's an orchestra. The Muppet Orchestra plays After You've Gone with Nigel conducting Floyd, Zoot, Janice on banjo. Yeah. Animal, Rolf, Lips, and the Trumpet Girl on but, trombone in the orchestra pit. Rolf is in the pit. This seems like almost like an intermission. Like, the curtains are closed. We're watching the band just play. And they're like playing up, and then you it's know you the feel like that swell before the yes. start, right? Yes. And they play like all the music that's going to be in the show. It's such a cool vibe. Yeah. It feels like you've just walked into the theater. You're going to find your seat, and you're yeah. getting ready. The Muppet Show. Look, they're in the front. They're playing. You know, like it had such a cool vibe and feeling to it that I like. Janice is. I one wish of those, they would do like, this more often. Instrumental artists, like when she could just play all of a sudden you hear a banjo and you just see Janice there, like. And she okay. and she was like. She was killing it. Yeah, she certainly was. She was fucking killing I it. I cannot say enough nice things about how great the mayhem were in this episode. It's so cool. Floyd got a really good trumpet solo in this bit, I too. I love Ralph not Floyd, uh, on the mayhem. Lips. Because he sometimes does play with them. Like, maybe he's not in the band, but he definitely plays with them. You say Ralph? Yeah. Yeah, hopefully he is in mayhem. I'd be really excited to see any cool? of the musically inclined characters show up a lot, like, you know? Doesn't Ralph predate Kermit? Yeah. As a Muppet? Yeah, I think so. Isn't that I'm crazy? pretty sure. Yeah. It's kind of nuts. He used to sell dog food, right? Yeah. It is kind of nuts because he's not the icon that Kermit went on to be, you know? No. When he has, you know. So, kids out there, the lesson is, is to be an icon, you have to be a womanizer. No doubt about it. You just have to. Playing piano is yeah, not enough. It's not enough. <laughs> Sing us a song You never hear a bad word about Billy Joel. I'll tell you that. 
So in her dressing room, Fozzie tells Shirley that it's driving him crazy to know how much money is hanging around in the theater and explains that he could use it to buy a lot of jokes from his writer, Gags Beasley. Shirley explains to him that there are many more things in life than money. She sings pennies from heaven. When she gets to the chorus, coins begin to fall from the ceiling. They're eventually joined by T.R., Lou Zealand, Dr. Teeth, Rizzo, Beaker, and Gonzo. By the end, they're all catching change as it falls. I... This is when a penny was still worth something. I, uh, first of all, it absolutely is. You could get a penny candy. For oh, a I'm penny. gonna collect a hundred of these. I got a dollar. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that that is one of my top favorite things you've ever said. I'm gonna collect a hundred of these and have a dollar. What the fuck is wrong with you? That was so goddamn funny. Oh my god. I honestly need a second. Okay. So this song, I I was like, this is familiar. And then when she's like, the arrangement that she performed of Pennies from Heaven was so odd. You know, like, it was really funky. It was really funky. Clap, clap, clap your hands. This really was so strange. I enjoyed it, though. But I feel like the, um, I guess I my my version is the iconically more the Tony Bennett, you know. Yeah. Sunshine ravioli macaroni. <laughs> like, that's all. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. That's all I can think of when I hear this. I love it. This is the more upbeat version. So now the newsman delivers a Muppets news flash accompanied by gold bars with Bruno close behind. The report states that the dire consequences Bruno. will befall anyone who lays a finger on the gold. As he demonstrates, Bruno flips him into the air, and the newsman yells for a doctor. The doctor checks out the gold and says they'll be right, they'll be all right, but stay with them. Does the Stupid. Charlie's Angels movie still hold up? Oh, I haven't watched them in ages. I know we mentioned them last episode, but I liked the first one. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Does that because you're saying that Chris? Crispin Glover. Yeah, Crispin Glover is that yeah. guy with the hair. Remember, he would cut people's hair and he would sniff oh, it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I want to watch that movie for some reason. I bet you they're on Paramount, yeah, right? Yeah, can I watch? I can watch that with the kids. It's probably PG. You should be able to. Yeah. I would say fine. I probably saw it in theaters at age 13. Who cares if there are hot girls kicking ass? I think, I think that makes life awesome. And they're, like, really cool in it, too. Yeah. Like, and there's... And Lucy Liu... What a babe. Drew Barrymore in that Drew movie? Drew Barrymore? Come on. I know Cameron Diaz is in it, and uh-huh. my partner happens to hate Cameron Diaz, but it's like, give Cameron Diaz a break. You've obviously never seen her in Being John Malkovich, because if you did, you'd give her a break, because she literally has braces Cameron in that movie. D- <laughs> it's so funny. Cameron Diaz is great in everything she's in. I know. She really is. Something about Mary, how she kept a straight face with that hair. Yes. That's disgusting. She is a kind of a comedic genius. Okay, again, last episode we were talking about a time, the time of Jerry Springer. Mm-hmm. Same time as a something about Mary. Oh, Read yeah. It, semen yes. in your hair. American oh, Pie. Oh, American Pie. A yes. flute up the vagina. Yes. Fucking Natasha Leone. Uh-huh. Oh, no, she's not that girl, but she's in that movie. Allison Hannigan. Allison Willow Hanning. from Buffy yeah, the Vampire. One is. time at band camp. Yeah. What? Oh, my God. Talking about movies. Oh, that's it. Scream. Paramount. Scream. Scream 6. Uh, I think we're far enough away from its release in theaters and its release on streaming that we can talk about how insane Scream 6 is. What did you think? 
I gotta say, I liked it. It was pure entertainment. I loved it. It was absolutely batshit crazy. Was that not the stupidest I, okay. movie you've ever seen? First of all, a couple things. Mm-hmm. When they have pictures of fucking Roseanne's sister, Jackie, <laughs> and they have like old yes. school pictures of yes. the people, uh-huh. and then that fucking 90s heartthrob today, uh-huh. I don't know his name, the Billy first Loomis. killer, right? Yes. And then even the other one from 13 Ghosts and SLC Punk, Matthew, Matthew Lillard. Lillard. Yeah, like uh-huh. pictures of him. Like yeah. that, those guys bring me back to a time where I'm like, they're such babes. Uh-huh. Like You have Tiger Beat Magazine. I have and- like, I'm like so into that. Uh-huh. I'm like, I love how cool they are. Uh-huh. And like a dirty I love undershirt. It. Oh, you like, need Devin like- Sawa in there. <laughs> like That movie was absolutely insane. I could not have predicted. Breck and Meyer. Where's Breck some- and Meyer? Where is Where's Breckenmeyer? No, Breckenmeyer gets work. He has cut short hair now. He doesn't have the mushroom cut, which is probably why you don't recognize him. But I think he's in, like, cop shows now. When Breckenmeyer says to Brittany Murphy, or when Brittany Murphy says to Breckenmeyer that she can do Marvin the Martian. Yeah, I could do Marvin the Martian. I could do Marvin the Martian. Get out of town. I could do Marvin the Martian. We're, like, half talking about a thing. I know. The movie Clueless. It's like we brought up a movie from a certain time. (laughs) Now follow us through all the other movies that came out around that time. And also, we're talking about Scream Six. Scream Six, it's insane. Oh, oh, and then they they had a picture of my. Uh, I love a Culkin. I don't care which one at this point. Rory Culkin, yeah, Rory. was the killer in the oh, fourth and one. Rory looks more like a woman than any of them. I love him. Yeah, I'm like, oh, he's so that's locks. totally my type. Isn't it kind of crazy that Macaulay was like such a huge icon of the '90s, and yet like. His brother Kieran has gone on to be like a prolific actor. Yeah, but he wanted to act, and Macaulay like, yeah. was like, "All right, I can repeat lines." I've and- never seen Kieran Culkin in a bad thing either. Iggy takes New York. What's that movie? Iggy goes down. Iggy goes down. Iggy takes New York. Iggy goes down. So uh-huh. good. He was a kid in that movie. Karen, yeah. it's he's so good even at that I, young age. Every night before we go to bed, my dog will go to her water bowl and she will just start furiously drinking water at like eleven o'clock at night. And I say to her, Fuller, Fuller go, go easy, easy on the Pepsi. Easy. <laughs> and I immediately see Kieran Colgan with the Pepsi can yeah. in his hand, like <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. wet the bed. I'm gonna wet the bed. Today somebody had uh, I had to go on a like a lunch, a work lunch, mm-hmm. and like they, they were like talking about Fao Schwartz, and somebody was like, "Oh, is that the one who's in, it's in Home Alone?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" First of all, it's in Big first, right? And then I was like, yeah. "And it's actually Home Alone Two: Lost in New York." Yeah, and I like literally starring said that. Donald Trump. Starring Donald, and then I cried with that fucking pigeon lady. And then when I was in grad mm-hmm. school and I was hanging out in Washington Park, I literally saw a. A pigeon, a pigeon lady. lady. Really? And I was like, this is literally my worst They're nightmare. They're doves. They're all over her. Oh, no. You saw that in real life? I have a picture of it, I think, on my Instagram. That's absolutely Because I was like, this is, I'm just going to, I'm in New York, I'll just take a picture of this because no, this lady actually doesn't care. Oh, my God. That's horrifying. No, it, it gives me nightmares still. <laughs> Gonzo can do- Dirty. Like, go home <laughs> and shout. That's filthy. Don't touch your face. No. Don't put your fingers in your mouth. Megan, there's nothing I want to do after I leave the city. But take a shower. I want to literally strip my clothes at the front door like biohazard and go take a shower. I know. And I have a pair of pants and I'm like, I don't want to throw them in the in the washing machine. I'm gonna, I asked Lisa if I can put them in the freezer. She hasn't answered me yet. In the I, freezer? Yeah, it'll kill the germs. That's what you you should do to like really nice jeans. You should okay. wash them. You should like, you should spot wash them. Uh-huh. And then if you need to like disinfect, 
you should disinfect like in the freezer or somewhere else but you not you're only supposed to wash your like nice jeans like good jeans like mm-hmm. not like oh no i hear you calling like out the, my target jeans not right now. like any ones with We're like not... stri- like mm-hmm. i'm talking about mm-hmm. like good jeans you're talking about like 501s yeah i guess like a 501 <laughs> would make sense yeah you put them in the freezer i'm not talking about your target jeans dog girl what you coming over here with those target jeans for <laughs> Not you disrespecting me wearing target <laughs> jeans. You had a fucking roll tonight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <clears throat> like, I would know your jeans are fucking from Target. The way you're applying chapstick right now <laughs> while you're doing this. I started working in the cosmetics industry again after being away for, like, a you're year doing, and a half or whatever. You're doing and a I'm pinky like, and you're dabbing on the lips. It's a lip mask. Like, it's, like, a full-on gloss. I'm like, mm-hmm, not you disrespecting me in those target jeans. <laughs> Oh my God! So Gonzo conducts Ralph at the piano, and the and the whatnot violinist playing Liebstrume, whilst the whilst he duels Buster the Crab. Impressed by his own feat, Gonzo shouts for someone to get the Guinness Book of Records on the phone. The violinist eventually joins, but Ralph finally stops the battle, citing that it's too violent for a family show. I don't remember I, this. This is when Gonzo um, duels with a crab. This was a cool scene, but I didn't understand why the crab was green and white. I thought that was really weird. I must have been distracted because I literally, I don't remember seeing this at all. The only thing that I enjoyed about this bit in particular is that Gonzo said he was going to do a thing and he did the thing. Okay. And it wasn't like, oh, we have to cancel it or it has to get stopped or whatever. No, he like, he gets stabbed by a crab and that's how this whole bit ends, you know. Shirley Bassey sings Goldfinger in a bank vault. Sprawled across the lone gold bars, as she sings, Link Hogthrob playing Goldfinger, his finger dipped in gold. Oh my god. And a squad of pig thieves enter the vault and steal every bar without her noticing. Bruno enters the stage, finds Shirley alone with the gold, and arrests her. Okay. I have a lot to say about this. Uh huh. This number ruled. Very cool. It was unbelievable. It mm-hmm. actually, I've never seen the movie Goldfinger. Me neither. The only James Bond movies I've seen are probably like the newer ones, and it's because friends have been like, "Do you want to go see?" watch this. Yeah. Or like, no, it's do you want to go to the movies to see this? And uh, I'm like, sure. Yeah. Because I would only watch it in the movies. The only James Bond movies that I've seen are the Austin Powers trilogy. Yeah. Goldfinger. And like down to, I don't think I've ever heard more of this song other than Goldfinger, you know. But like down to the lyrics, the gold member song that Beyonce sings is a full fucking parody of this song. Yeah. He's got the Midas touch, which she mentions all the time, but he touched it too much. He's gold member. Oh, yeah, he's gold member. I I, I love gold member. First of all, I need to watch gold member because I think I watched two. Two is bad. With that bastard. Uh huh. Get in my belly. In the third one, can I spoil it? I've seen the third one. He eats his skin. He, eats, he gets the Subway diet. And my favorite, I know. And he comes in and he's like, and then gold member doing the roller skate. He does skate, the roller skate thing. Yeah. Because he's a freaky Dutch he does bastard. He's a Dutchman and uh-huh. he like, oh my God. I, I have to watch this. It movie. didn't occur to me though until we were, I was listening to the song that like oh lol gold member is an act like an exact parody of Goldfinger the character. I, I like, will literally like if if that movie's only an hour and a half I'm probably gonna watch it tonight. I have to tell you it's got to be an hour and twenty minutes. There's no way that it's longer than that. It's gold, it's gold, it's gold, it's gold, it's gold, baby. Yeah. It's got the 
It has to literally oh, be it's from 2002. Uh huh, and it's probably 80 minutes long, like a legal movie length. That's it. Oh yeah, it's an hour and 33 minutes. Yeah, and half of that's probably credits. I, I was just gonna say, and that. you could probably turn it off right as the credits begin because I bet because you that's 10 Grogu minutes. is not on the air anymore, and I have to let everybody know that I have dubbed the show The Mandalorian to Grogu just like you Family call Matters Grogu. with Steve Urkel. Yes, but now it should be called Din Grogu. Tell me you finished watching. I haven't finished Jesus, it. Jesus, I just spoiled it for And you're it spoiling you. it for me. I can't believe this. Doug, the last episode of Grogu is so good. Yeah. And the last two are so good. But, like, it's, like, the best that they've been. Yeah? Like. That's cool. Because I feel like this season's been kind of, like, all over the place. A little floaty and lost and weird. Oh, God. I know. I do enjoy um, some of the stuff that they've been doing with Bo-Katana. With Bo-Katan, rather. Bo-Katan walks both worlds. I, can I ask you a question? Is there a fucking cooler Mandalorian than the Armorer? She is so fucking but cool. But she's, like, in charge. Like, she I know has Bo-Katan the coolest costume. Charge, but, like, she, obviously she's not. No, the Armorer is in the charge. The Armorer is. And this whole thing where they can't take the helmets off, I think it's stupid. Just gonna it, say it. it. I think it's absolutely dumb. It is simply so... We don't have I to have, would like, literally not sign up to be Mandalorian just because of that. Because I'm like, oh, absolutely not. I don't want to smell my own breath all day. Ew, I know. And what if I ate a, like, a red onion or Megan, something? Megan, I've been sitting here burping all night. And I'm like, I couldn't imagine if this was in a garbage can on my head. Oh, my God. No. Could you imagine? No. Horrible. I can't. I can't. I hate wearing. Gl- I'd rather wear contacts because I hate wearing glasses because I can't fucking see. I like, hit a point where I'm like, I've t- I I don't know. I don't touch the lenses, but they're dirty. And now yeah, I can't oh wear them God. because That's I can't see out of them. That's why my dad got LASIK. He had a whole thing. Because really? Like, I, glasses are always dirty. I don't I, even touch I them. I keep doing and this. I have to clean my glasses all the time. And then yeah. he ended up getting LASIK. And it was funny because it was like right after the time that they did the LASIK episode on The Simpsons. Uh-huh. And like Homer, Homer goes blind uh-huh. and it's like eyes close up. <laughs> Your dad had LASIK like what? The day oh. after? After they invented it? Early. Like, <laughs> yeah. Early. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know. I know. We were all scared. We're like, Dad, what? <laughs> Cuffed to Shirley, Bruno apologizes to Kermit for accusing him of stealing the gold. When the finger is pointed at her, Shirley blames Kermit for staging the whole thing. Okay. First of all, did we mention how good this gold finger bit was and link hogthrob as a fucking mob boss i it, he yes. wears it well yes he, he really does. wears it well and i loved seeing the little criminal pigs coming in and taking the gold bars this that was, was really funny one of the coolest sketches of all time and yeah. i was like oh my god i know who shirley bassey is she sings goldfinger yeah she sings diamonds are forever <laughs> throw your diamonds in the sky if you feel the vibe so they I don't also really love. Have no fear that what is this they song? might desert you. Diamond. You don't know this song? No. But I want to say that I really loved Bruno, and I think that he was a really cool addition to this episode. I'm Bruno. And so, like, while I'm saying this, I'm like, I really like Bruno. So I look up who played Bruno, and he's a Jerry Nelson character. I love Jerry Nelson. No. You don't know this song? No, I don't. When you were watching this episode the other day, you sent me a wiki entry for Shirley Bassey and Bassey, sorry. And I couldn't believe how many songs and hits that she has credited to her name. It was really insane. 
Is that Kanye? Yeah, he sampled this song. I, I, I played the Kanye sample, <laughs> obviously. But yeah, she had like 108 singles. burying the lead. You're like, oh, you don't know this song by Shirley Bassey? <laughs> <laughs> that Kanye West sample? Yeah. Yeah, that's how I know the song. <laughs> but I know Goldfinger from Goldfinger. From, yeah. From Goldfinger. Because I think that's like an all-time favorite James Bond of a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. that's one of those yeah, ones. Yeah, one of those like that, really good yeah. ones. Goldfinger and then Goldeneye, honestly. Oh, yeah, I Goldeneye. think those are like the two yeah. that are like big ones. Um, so in from Nick, when this aired on Nickelodeon, Gonzo's act was cut, which I think is really a misstep. That was stupid. It seemed like Nickelodeon tried to cut anything that had any slight hint of violence. Which is so weird because it's not like Cartoons the Muppets are, are inher- so violent. Yeah, like you're playing Looney Tunes, Ren and Stimpy. Like, oh my god, so many SpongeBob's violent. Yeah, for real though. Like, it's so silly that the things that they would cut. Weird. Whatever. Next week we're gonna watch the James Coburn episode of the Muppet Show. I don't know who James Coburn is. I have not a clue. You ready? Episode 505. You ready for the premise? Or the, you know, description? Animal hits it off with the tough guy James Coburn. But James decides that Animal isn't centered enough and introduces him to meditation and zen. Animal doesn't take well to zen. I like this. Meanwhile, Statler and Waldorf have to contend with an octopus in their theater box. This yes, the octopus is back. And in the picture for this episode, those like weird babies are in it. Oh, but they all have hair. Wait, the weird baby was in last week's episode. Yeah, and we forgot to mention that maybe that Ugh. weird baby was weird. Not a fan of the big ba- weird babies. Not a fan of the big weird babies. Um, okay, so before we leave, we promised that if you write a review on our we'll read it on our show, we'd read it. So I'm loading up one here. Two stars. Uh, but yet it has a good review. You're going to write that one? Yep. I like this podcast. Two so, stars. So from John Luai, uh, rates us two stars. Title is Good Podcast. And then they go on to say, I love the podcast. Thank you. Thank you, John Luai. Yeah. Maybe you could bump us up. Maybe. you know, I don't know. Shoot for three. Yeah. You said we're At good. Least the mid. You said we're good. You said you love us. Yeah. But so but you thank can you. you can follow us on social media at ITTWTM. You can leave us a great review. We'll read them live on air. We'll thank you personally. Thank you personally. Uh, message us uh, and until next week. Thanks for the gumball, Shirley Bassey. Bassey. Bassey.